whether you are starting a business or running a business, maybe you're producing a podcast like The Kara Golden Show. Let's face it, it's always way harder than one might expect. Lots of little details, meticulous planning, producing product, guest coordination, editing, promoting each episode. It's all a ton of work. Managing merchandise, managing cases and book sales too, layer after layer of complexity. And if you're like me, looking for ways to operate more efficiently and effectively is the name of the game. That's why I'm going to let you in on a little secret. ShipStation, the tool that is here to help you and you need to know all about it. With ShipStation, you can integrate with all the places you sell online, optimize your shipping, save costs and time. Personally, ShipStation has been a lifesaver for me. Its automation features allow me to manage orders from anywhere and print shipping labels with just a click. Seriously, it's that easy. And the cost savings? Unbelievable. With discounts up to 89% off carrier rates, you can't go wrong. Significant savings. And who doesn't want that? An easy-to-use dashboard, robust reporting. Oh, and did I mention that over 130,000 companies have leveraged ShipStation to grow their businesses? Not much churn either. 98% of them stay with ShipStation because it truly works. ShipStation is it. So if you're ready to streamline your shipping process and focus more on what you love, head over to ShipStation.com the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code CARA to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, code CARA. Use code CARA for a free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code CARA. I am unwilling to give up that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out. Knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control. 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 Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show. We have Monique Manessis, co-founder and co-CEO of IOTA. And if you are not familiar with IOTA, you have to listen and definitely pick up a few of her products. It is such, such a great, great product. So you have to definitely try it. As I mentioned, Monique is the co-founder and co-CEO. It's an incredible beauty skincare brand, giving you all kinds of hints along the way. The brand is based on helping consumers glow from within, not really glow, but I mean, and really glow from a natural standpoint, I should say, uh, with a skincare line designed to nourish the skin microbiome. So I was fascinated, obviously, because of everything that I'm so interested in around health, the things that she's really talking about, 
her curiosity as she was developing this line with her co-founder husband. Uh, just absolutely incredible. So I can't wait to speak with her more about IOTA's ultimate mission and overall how they decided to develop this product and really focus on healthy, balanced skin microbiome and creating premium products that get to the root of skin issues. So, so important. Plus, like I said, they're just amazing products. Used them this morning in my shower and uh, absolutely loved them. So very excited to have Monique here. So welcome, Monique. Thank you so much, Kara. So honored to be part of your show. Excited to chat with you. Very, very excited. So Monique, uh, if you can share a little bit more about what you were doing before, you're used to interviewing people in your previous life. So I'd love, love for you to share a little bit more about what you were doing. Sure. So I was a beauty editor for over a decade. Um, And as a beauty editor, I was flooded daily with products to test out and review. And the one thing I kept on thinking was, even for me, who is supposed to be an expert, was that it was confusing. Mm -hmm. I myself was overwhelmed. And, you know, how was the consumer and how is the reader supposed to tell the difference between everything that they were inundated with, with, especially from a skincare level? Um, And the questions I was trying to answer was, what really matters in the long term? And then also, is there a way to just simplify the conversation for the average consumer, right? So that you're just getting the key benefits that people are looking for from a multi-treatment product. This was sort of the genesis of my idea for IOTA. Um, And then after my beauty editor days, I went on to consult for brands uh, within the skincare space like Peach and Lily, CoverFX, and Gizu. Very, very interesting. So when you were a beauty editor, how would you differentiate so many of these products? And maybe that just really goes into the trends that you were starting to see as you were having a look at at many of these products that potentially you would include in a write-up? I think when I was a beauty editor, that was just the beginning of the clean movement, right? So a lot of the products and stories were centered around um, clean beauty and what that meant for our health and for our bodies and for our skin. But there was no next level to clean, right? It was all about what was toxin-free? What was phthalate-free? What was on the no list? What was on the dirty list? And we spent so many years as an industry talking about clean and the various definitions of clean. And honestly, to this day, I think if you ask a retailer or a brand, you'll find that many have different definitions of what clean means. Um, So the conversation that, that I saw uh, was going to be the next evolution for clean as a beauty editor was the skin microbiome. And it was through interviews with cosmetic chemists, dermatologists during my time there that I started seeing this trend. Um, but really, it was through my own personal experience of several health scares prior, during, and after my pregnancy that really sort of 
sealed the deal in terms of this is something that needs to be talked about. I need to create a brand around this to really bring the message of skin health and skin and the skin microbiome to light. So how would you describe IOTA to anyone who is seeing your beautiful packaging on the shelf and is interested in looking at purchasing it? I mean, how do you describe it to people? Sure. So we are the first multi-nutrient all-in-one body care with everything your skin needs to be healthy, which includes the core foundation, which is skin microbiome support. Not my words, but words from our consumers. We've heard a lot of, it's like the athletic greens for skin (laughs) thrown around. So I'm just going to throw it out there. It's just like an easy concept to grasp. Uh, We're the first body care that really fuses the worlds of personal care and wellness. And, you know, the trend in, I I would say, the food, the beverage industry, and what they've really brought to focus, and what I think is amazing, is that they've taken the concept of the gut microbiome, which when you first think about it, it's like, oh, there's so much science behind there. No one wants a science lesson. But how do we make this conversational? and fun, and approachable. And there are so many great brands out there. Um, you know, I can name Olipop, Poppy, Seed, that have taken this concept. And it's now sort of part of general consumer awareness, and knowledge, and understanding that this is part of a larger health ecosystem. We want to do the same for skin health and the skin microbiome. How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years, helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long-term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. 
That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is The Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, The Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think, and makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of The Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for The Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. So interesting. So how does it actually work then? So you're putting it on your skin, you're washing with it. And can you explain to people how does it work and how is it unique? Sure. So we at the core of every single one of our formulations have a proprietary blend of prebiotics and postbiotics. Now, I think it's really important to differentiate postbiotics from probiotics. A lot of skincare brands use the term probiotics. However, the World Health Organization defines probiotics as live microorganisms, right? So a lot of these, a lot of brands out there that are claiming to have probiotics, unless these formulations are being refrigerated so that the live bacteria can just thrive in that optimal cold environment, are actually using postbiotics. So step number one for us was to say, let's get the terminology around this correct. 
and start using the right terminology because already there's so much consumer confusion around what's a prebiotic, a probiotic, a postbiotic. So prebiotics, um, so let's backtrack and talk about our skin microbiome, right? We have over 1 trillion microorganisms that live on us. They are our first line of defense against bad bacteria that can be triggers for breakouts, um, contact dermatitis, but also helps protect us against UV rays, pollution, all things that can lead to what we see manifest on our skin that we may not like, uh, which include, you know, sunspots, breakouts, it could lead to accelerated aging. So we really need to take care of what's on our skin, you know, our first line of defense. And so what in our formulation does that for you is our blend of prebiotics, which are, think of them as like your body is a garden and the prebiotics is fertilizer, is food that help those good micro, microbes thrive. And then the postbiotics, while they are not live bacteria, they mimic the effects of the live bacteria. And so think of them as reinforcements for, for troops, right? There's an army, you th bring in the reinforcements to help the soldiers like increase and multiply and together the pre and postbiotics do their job to help balance and actively balance your microbiome so that it is in a state to then receive all of the plant-based multivitamins and multiminerals and actives that we also include in our formulations. If you think of your skin as a canvas, right, just a blank canvas, you're not going to take an already muddied up canvas and say, this is my artwork. You want to start with a clean canvas. That's kind of what our pre and postbiotic blend does is that you start with a clean slate, a state of balance for your skin so that all of the color, right? The beautiful painting then that could be vitamin C, niacinamide, hyaluronic acid is able to just do its job better. All of the amazing actives and vitamins and minerals you're putting on your skin, if you don't have a balanced microbiome, they're just not going to be able to do anything. So it's a twofold approach and method that our body care formulations take. And when I tell you it took us 72 iterations in two years to, to get our body wash formulation down, uh, that is no joke. <laughs> I think about it now and I'm like, that's a little, you know, it's a body wash yeah. when you think about it, but that's the painstaking care and attention to detail and in science that we put behind this. And, you know, my husband and I are not scientists. We don't claim to be scientists. So it was very important for us to partner with our development team, which includes dermatologists, our lab team, of course, uh, a cosmetic chemist who specializes in formulating for the skin microbiome to bring this all to life. So interesting. So what was the aha moment when you really thought, I've got to do this? Were you testing things that, in your own life? I mean, obviously you wear products, you wash with body cleansers and, and were you thinking, gosh, somebody should really do this? Was there one moment in particular when you thought I need to do this? There were a series of moments and um, I'll go back to the health scares that I was telling you about and go into a little bit more detail. Uh, it took my husband and I a really long time to get pregnant. We, I was diagnosed with infertility, but for reasons unknown, had taken multiple tests. Uh, so did, no one could figure out the cause behind it. Um, did a combination of you know, acupuncture, you name it, <laughs> whatever it was, I did it. And finally, 
was blessed with with my daughter who's now um she's now six and so that was phase one phase two was a tumor that uh doctors found towards the tail end of my second uh, second trimester it was the size of a tennis ball and it was growing on the tip it had been growing on the tip of my pancreas for i think since i was in my teens um at that moment when they figured out it was a tumor they told me they were 85% certain it was benign. There was a 15% chance that it wasn't. They just couldn't tell, nor could they run any tests on me because I was so far along into my pregnancy. Uh, it was really a game time decision and it was up to me what I wanted to do. Wow. Like, I'll take the odds. 85%. Yeah. I waited this long for my daughter. I'll see how it goes. Um, and again, you know, I but there, there was testing done later and there's no rhyme or reason as to why this tumor had been growing in me. Luckily, everything turned out okay uh, with the tumor. With my pregnancy, I had preeclampsia. And, uh, you know, I had no history of high blood pressure or, or any health issues at all, quite frankly. Um, I had to be induced early, one month early. It was a surprise day that I, I delivered, you know, I I had my C-section. Um, and then since then, I've had ongoing issues with high blood pressure. I have to take medication for it. Um, so these three health scares in a row really led me down a rabbit hole of research. And, you know, I was thinking all these things are happening and, and I didn't know why. You know, what were other daily habits in my life where I could be healthier, right? I thought that for the most part, I tried to eat right. I tried to sleep as much as I could pre-being a parent. Um, tried to get as much movement as I could during the day. But where were there small moments and acts in my life that I could be just a little bit healthier? And personal care, um, you know, I'm a big self-care person. Beauty has been part of my life, I think, since I was five, like growing up with my grandmother and seeing her do her whole like hour long ritualistic routine. Um, it was something that I looked at and, and in my research, I was finding that there were recent studies that actually linked that your skin microbiome to the health of your skin microbiome to larger and broader health issues like increased allergy rates, hmm. cardiovascular disease, autoimmune disease, um, and I had been in the beauty industry for years and it was new news to me. Hmm. So this was really the impetus for IOTA. And um, at the same time, it's all about timing, right? Did we feel, you know, my husband and I had been talking about for years, but was did we feel like now was the time, was the consumer ready to to, to embrace this idea of the skin microbiome and skin health. And, and now we really think now, now is the time, right? When I say that the gut microbiome is now part of everyday conversation and general consumer awareness, consumer awareness with brands like athletic greens, Olipop ritual in the mix. Um, we feel like consumers and we're getting feedback already in the, you know, 10, 10 months since launch that they're ready to talk about the skin microbiome and its connection to overall health. Um, and we're trying to do that again, like I said, in a very accessible, approachable, um, fun way. I love it. So where did the name come from? 
That is such a good question. And we get that question all the time. So um, our name, Iota, is derived from the word microbiota, defined as living microorganisms present in in the environment, um, which is in this case on your skin. But Iota was also, it's, it's, it also means an infinitesimal amount. And so that ladders up to one of our core philosophies, our core brand philosophies, which is that little things done consistently over time Hmm. lead to big results. And so that's sort of the philosophy I've taken, especially, especially since, you know, going through these health scares and, and, and life in general, whether that applies to wellness, whether it applies to parenting, it's just like dedication, little steps lead to big things. I love it. So what has been kind of some of the most surprising and uh, challenging pieces of starting a company? You've obviously met with a ton of entrepreneurs and had been able to try so many different beauty products, but now you're in the seat, right? You're, you're starting your own company. What was probably the most surprising piece that you just maybe didn't realize it until you were actually driving? I've listened to a few of your podcasts, Kara, like even before I knew that, you know, we were going to be speaking together yeah. here. And there's one thing that really stuck out to me that you said that just hit home and that it was, um, it's like solving a puzzle mm-hmm. every day. And in this case, it's my husband and my, like, it's our unique puzzle to solve. I don't think I fully anticipated how much of a roller coaster ride this was going to be, there are some days, especially, I mean, I can't, we're just 10 months in, you know, maybe we have a conversation in a few years and looking back, it'll be different. But every day, I think, especially now in these early stages, we'll have days where I'm on a high because of some great thing that happened. And then in a matter of 12 hours, 24 hours, I'm on the lowest low because there's a massive problem that's happening, but we need to solve it quickly and just like move forward because we can't get stuck ruminating. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, I don't think that you fully realize the extent of this roller coaster ride of emotions and how quickly you need to problem solve on the spot to just keep the engine moving forward um, uh, until you're a founder. <laughs> yeah, no. And there's like, a, it's like a club once you become a founder, it doesn't matter what industry, because I always uh, think about, you know, people just don't really realize it. And there are the highs and the lows. And I think that the best thing you can do is to have options, right? And know that the puzzle is never finished. I talk a lot about, you know, there's this concept of you're never done, right? You just keep adding on to it and keep growing it. Maybe you're adding different categories. Maybe you're adding new ingredients and reformulating things, whatever it is, but everything is constantly growing. Um, and you have to just, you can't stay complacent. Uh, you have to just keep moving. And this really applies to whether you're launching a water company or you're launching a beverage or a sunscreen or a a tech startup. I mean, it's the exact same message. The other, and I think one of our advantages to being, um, I don't know if I mentioned that we're bootstrapped. Um, I did say that we, we are a team of two. Um, one advantage that we have, which I wouldn't have anticipated not having done this with my husband, is that 
Because of the nature of being bootstrapped, we are able to quickly, we have the flexibility to quickly iterate and we're not, not, and not being held to a financial forecast, I think in this time and place for us is, is a benefit. And, you know, that means if we need to delay launch, we need to change a formulation, you know, when my husband, when we first started this, we would spend countless nights, even before we launched, talking about how there was no point in doing this unless we were going to be different and we were going to be better and we had something to add to the conversation. And I think being bootstrapped really allows you to do that and change and really um, understand your customer. Mm-hmm. Right. Because in my mind, in the beginning, I have an idea who, who the target customer is. He has an idea who the customer is. But until you launch, you don't know when they could, it could be completely different or it could be the same or it could be a hybrid of both. But, um, you know, just getting that minimum viable product out there and then pivoting, uh, I think is, is, it's been such a game changer, I think, for us, especially in these early days. <laughs> How difficult was it for you to find manufacturing, just given the fact that you're not just launching a new product, but also launching an entirely new category, which for those of you who have not thought about this, I certainly did when I saw this product because that was the situation for Hint. Uh, we were doing things differently. So the traditional uh, manufacturing was not, th- we wanted to do a product that didn't have preservatives in it. No one was doing that with real fruit on the still water line. So it was totally different. And we heard a lot of no's. We found a couple of people who were willing to try some things. But when you're different, when you're the only one that is walking in the door that wants to put anything different or any way of doing things a little bit differently, you know, it's so much easier to say no than it is to say yes. And so I'm so curious if you felt like that was uh, kind of in your way as well. I think that it was tough. You know, I, what you're, what you're telling me about your story going up and finding so many manufacturers, having conversations with them, getting a lot of no's is exactly what we experienced. Uh, again, husband and wife team. I really, we had a running list of manufacturers, you know, some were small batch, there were midsize, there were the bigger guys. And when I tell you, we contacted like hundreds of them and would go through and it was very dejecting yeah. to get a lot of no's. And at some point you're like, is this idea even worth pursuing? Can this even come to existence? Like, how are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. But thinking back on that now and that feeling, I'm like, all right, well, that's just a microcosm of what I was going to be experiencing day to day over the next 10 months. Um, so that's nothing. And, you know, it's just that real belief in the idea. And I think finding a partner that is able to see your vision mm-hmm. while they currently may not have anything like your line. I treat it as a job interview. As my husband and I said, right, we are interviewing for a job with these manufacturers just in the same way that they are with us. And this is a partnership. They're one of the key family members in the IOTA family, right? This is someone you have like such a strong 
believe you're going to be talking day to day with that's going to bring this product to life. Um, so my advice I would say is a find a partner that can see your vision, right? Mm-hmm. Even if they don't currently have the, not they have the capabilities, but they don't have a brand like yours yeah, in their portfolio. And then two, you got to feel really good with them. When what I mean about what I mean when I say that is you just have that gut feeling. I think that so much of this is personal connection and um, they, they kind of have to fit, but we're, be able to wear both hats where it's you connect with them on a personal level. You're going to go through some hard times together, but you know that you have a partner in helping you problem solve throughout the way. Um, and they see the vision and they're mm-hmm. along for the ride. I'm so curious when, when we launched, and I think people are a little more accepting of it now, but when we launched, uh, I launched Hint with my husband and I remember people initially saying like, oh, husband and wife teams never work. And, and one time we had an investor that we were talking to early on and he claimed that he would invest only if we weren't married. And, uh, you know, I don't know what the option was at that point. We had four kids under the age of five. So it wasn't like, uh, I mean, it was crazy. And I remember my husband saying to him, uh, so totally understand you're not going to invest, but can you just name an example of a husband and wife team that haven't worked? And he's, and he said, I, I can't really think of one right now, but I'm sure there's a bunch out there. <laughs> we were like, wait, what? And so I always tell, there's like multiple lessons in that story. But first of all, the the main lesson that I took away is people will make stuff up. They'll grab onto something and they'll make stuff up. It's probably the reason, not the reason why he wasn't investing in the brand, right? It was just the easiest thing that he could come up with. He had never invested in another beverage company. That was probably the reason. It probably had nothing to do with us being married to each other. But he was just sharing that with us, which I remember thinking, you know, this, I never thought, oh, I'm going to go get divorced. Therefore, you know, I can go get this funding. But I mean, it's just bizarre the stuff that people will come up with. Have you ever had people comment about that? Like as a co-founder, like, oh, you know, really? You're doing this with your husband? It doesn't work for everybody, but it definitely works for some. I love that you bring this up, Karen. Yeah. It's something that I was I always talk about with my husband. And like, I wish we hear more stories about um, husband and wife teams and like tips and like how they make it work and where the challenges are because it's something that a lot of people do and we need to learn from each other. But yes, to your, to your point, exactly. We hear it all the time. I think our core friend group thought we were crazy working together, not because we have a bad relationship, but just because a, it was in the midst of COVID when we decided to do this, when already so many couples were spending time together that they may not have spent together before. Um, No one, I think, in our very close circle of friends or extended family, for that matter, had been a husband and wife Mm -hmm. team starting a business together. Um, And I think there's, there's two parts to it. It's hard. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It it's it's hard. I we both come from different backgrounds and I think a lot of the first few months was really learning how best to communicate with each other. We have two totally different styles of working. And so we had to come together and be like, you know, if this is going to we're going to make this work. We we're on a timeline. <laughs> Just like right. you know, get get bogged down and stuff. We got to figure this out and a way to move forward on things. Um so while it's challenging at the same time, you know, we're both parenting. I the first the first few months of our launch, Kara, we were averaging 3 hours of sleep a night. And mm-hmm. so you know, sometimes he was pulling all-nighters, which we all, which that, at that point we we're like, where are this? We're in the Benjamin Button days of our careers. Yeah. Like, this? We should have done this decades ago. Why are we doing this now? We have like a kindergartner, you know, and, and I'm waking up at six in the morning to prepare the lunch and then pack her backpack and like going to school drop-off, like just very, very tired from all yeah. things. Three hours of the previous night. Um, but we made it work. And, and, and things like still always get better as they do. Um, but where I think people often don't, their, their minds don't go to when they think about husband and wife couples is that when it works, it really works. Mm -hmm. I mean, you already have that bond as partners in life and this just, you, you have, you have the other person's back. Yeah. In more ways than one. And that stability and solidity uh, is just in- incomparable, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know what I would say is uh, is probably the hardest. I was just talking to my husband about this the other day. As you start to build your company and build teams, they think, they, meaning many employees or people that are in contact with you, they might share something with me. And then they assume that I'm just going to, that they're talking to him too. And he has no idea. And so, I mean, I'm like, we have a lot going on. And so when I go home, it's not that I don't actually talk about work or, but I might not talk about this. Right. And so, and same with him, like he'll have full on conversations that are, many of them are very important, but they just don't make the top 17 list, right? Of, <laughs> of things. And so I always tell people like, if you want to communicate with me, communicate with me. If you want to communicate with Theo, you have to communicate with Theo, right? And sometimes it crosses, but sometimes it doesn't, right? And, and I think like, that's a really important thing. Just because you're married and you work together, it doesn't mean like, you know, it's, it's one stop. Like that's not, I mean, don't rely on me or don't rely on you to communicate something to your husband. And you're new in this, right? You're 10 months into it, but it will happen right along the way where you're just like, you know, wait, what happened? What, what did you want me to know? I had no idea. Right. And, and I think like, that's a key thing that I always tell people along the way that, you know, we're, we might be married. We might sleep in the same bed, live in the same house, but we actually don't talk about all that. It doesn't mean that we don't talk. It's just that that just isn't one of the things that we're talking about. And I think that's a really key thing for people to understand. It's almost harder for other people um, to realize that, right? And right. Um, and and I think it's different. Like if you have a co-founder that is a 
is a friend, right? For some reason, they don't assume that you're sharing that with them. But just because you're married to somebody, it just, it's so interesting. So yeah, preconceptions. Yeah, it's just preconceptions of it. And, but I do think, you know, you're, for whatever it's worth, uh, you're new into this and you're, and your child is still young. I mean, mine are, my last one is just going into college. And I mean, they've grown up in this business. And I would say that, you know, they're now realizing that when they've sat in business classes, when they've um, sat in master's programs, and, you know, they're the first ones to raise their hands and they're saying, you're all wrong. Like, that's not really how it works. You know, it's like, here's how it really works. We've grown up in this house. You have to walk in the back room at Target and pull the, you know, cases off the shelf and multiple SKUs. And you have to really understand categories and have your, you know, all the information ready. And anyway, it's, it's fun watching how much they pick up on over the years too. And I think that, you know, and again, recognizing that, their parents are both doing something together, I think is also pretty awesome. So amazing. I mean, Genevieve, our daughter, it, she loves being part and like inserting herself into any part of the process she can. When we were formulating with the clean scents we use for our body wash, she was part of the, the smell test committee. Yeah, totally. <laughs> she was like, I like this. I love that. It excites her. And I, I love that we can show her this side of us that she hasn't seen before as entrepreneurs and creating something and inspiring her to basically, you know, kind of go after what her passions and what she wants to do in life. Yeah, definitely. Well, it'll be fun to to see what she picks up on and all of the having both parents really dedicating, um, you know, a chunk of their time to making something work. And I will also say too, that having uh, a spouse be able to, um, there are days when you unexpected things will come up with her that you've got to, you know, focus on her. And I think having somebody who really understands everything that you have going on is, um, it really does allow some balance in your life, even though I hate that word, because when you're an entrepreneur and you're really trying to make a lot work, um, you know, having somebody who really understands your family dynamics and sort of what's going on and what's really important is really, really nice. And, uh, we found even for traveling, you know, one of us would always be around, you know, and it wasn't, Oh, I travel more than she does or he does, which I know goes on a lot when you have two co-founders who are, you know, two people from business school that decide that they've, they're going to go run a business and, one person has started a family, the other person hasn't started a family, and it just ends up having their own dynamics there. So anyway, my my two cents on on that too. Sorry, getting off, <laughs> getting off track a little bit, but uh, always important on on the podcast to really have some of these different conversations that I think are really, really important for people to hear more and more about. So uh, so last question, best advice that you've ever received, uh, whether it's, um, you know, from before you were even getting started in your career or as you started to 
build a company with physical products, which is totally crazy in and of itself. Uh, but what is kind of the, the, the best advice that you received along the way? I think um, it's to listen to your customers, right? It's, it's to delight them and everything that you do should, of course, center around your mission, but also delight and really cater to their needs. Mm -hmm. And this is something that we've taken to heart. Um, I spend time during the day uh, answering phone calls, speaking to our customers, not only the on, over the phone, but also over email, um, on DM, wherever they are, I'm there to answer their questions and have actual conversations about what they're loving about our product. Um, you know, if there's any constructive feedback that we can use to then um, either innovate or sort of look at our current product portfolio and see if there are ways that we can improve. There's this one conversation that I had about a month ago with one of our customers, um, still gives me chills <laughs> to this day. She uh, was diagnosed with pretty severe eczema when she was three years old and has had this lifelong condition. And she was telling me that the one thing she looked forward to the least in her day that actually terrified her were, were sh was showering, mm -hmm. which to you and me, I, I mean, I don't want to speak for you. This is something we just, it's like rinse and repeat. Mm -hmm. It's something we do without thinking. But to have someone approach their day terrified of taking a shower, looking for that to the least, uh, it just was kind of a shock to me. And um, she said, thank you for creating your product. I've been using it for about a month now. And while of course, I have to use over-the-counter medication because I have very serious eczema. Um, everything I was using was even stripping my skin that much further, right? You're putting all this stuff and it wasn't doing anything to restore balance and to nourish. And she's like, I, I understand your messaging. I'm seeing the results. And it, it's really sort of transformed my life in a way that I can't even tell you. And just things like that. You know, when days are hard and days are tough and I find myself questioning <laughs> whether I should even go on. Yeah. Um, this is what keeps us going. I Talking love it. Talking to in these stories. No, I love it. it. I think just servicing the consumer and really having a desire to do the right thing and help people, all of those things I clearly see in IOTA. So, so lovely to meet you, Monique. So, so great. So uh, the company again is IOTA. We'll have all the info in the show notes and buy it online now, but they will be in stores uh, very, very soon. Uh, that uh, Some of the bigger ones, I'm sure, um, but definitely... Uh, go online to IOTA and we'll have all of the information in the show notes. And thank you again, Monique, for coming on and sharing your wisdom. Really, really lovely to meet you. Thank you so much, Kara. I appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to The Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey, including founding and building Hint. 
We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023 and goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.